Chapter Two of Zastrozzi, a Romance. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Martin Geeson. Zastrozzi, a Romance by Percy Bysshe Shelley. Chapter Two. In the meantime, Ugo who had received orders from Zastrozzi not to allow Verezzi to die, came at the accustomed hour to bring provisions, but finding that in the last night's storm the rock had been struck by lightning, concluded that Verezzi had lost his life amid the ruins, and he went with this news to Zastrozzi zastrozzi who for inexplicable reasons wished not verezzi's death sent ugo and bernardo to search for him after a long scrutiny they discovered their hapless victim he was chained to the rock where they had left him but in that exhausted condition which want of food and a violent fever had reduced him to they unchained him, and lifting him into a chariot, after four hours' rapid travelling, brought the insensible Verezzi to a cottage, inhabited by an old woman alone. The cottage stood on an immense heath, lonely, desolate, and remote from other human habitation. Zastrozzi awaited their arrival with impatience eagerly he flew to meet them and with a demoniac smile surveyed the agonized features of his prey who lay insensible and stretched out on the shoulders of ugo his life must not be lost exclaimed zastrozzi i have need of it tell bianca therefore to prepare a bed ugo obeyed and bernardo followed bearing the emaciated verezzi a physician was sent for who declared that the crisis of the fever which had attacked him being past proper care might reinstate him but that his disorder having attacked his brain a tranquillity of mind was absolutely necessary for his recovery Sastrozzi, to whom the life, though not the happiness, of Verezzi was requisite, saw that his too eager desire for revenge had carried him beyond his point. He saw that some deception was requisite. He accordingly instructed the old woman to inform him, when he recovered, that he was placed in this situation because the physicians had asserted that the air of this country was necessary for a recovery from a brain fever which had attacked him it was long before verezzi recovered long did he languish in torpid insensibility during which his soul seemed to have winged its way to happier regions at last however he recovered and the first use he made of his senses was to inquire where he was 
the old woman told him the story which she had been instructed in by zastrozzi who ordered me then to be chained in that desolate and dark cavern inquired verezzi where i have been for many years and suffered most insupportable torments lord bless me said the old woman why baron how strangely you talk i begin to fear you will again lose your senses at the very time when you ought to be thanking god for suffering them to return to you what can you mean by being chained in a cavern i declare i am frightened at the very thought pray do compose yourself verezzi was much perplexed by the old woman's assertions that julia should send him to a mean cottage and desert him was impossible the old woman's relation seemed so well connected and told with such an air of characteristic simplicity that he could not disbelieve her but to doubt the evidence of his own senses and the strong proofs of his imprisonment which the deep marks of the chains had left till now was impossible had not those marks still remained he would have conceived the horrible events which had led him hither to have been but the dreams of his perturbed imagination he however thought it better to yield since as ugo and bernardo attended him in the short walks he was able to take an escape was impossible and its attempt would but make his situation more unpleasant he often expressed a wish to write to julia but the old woman said she had orders neither to permit him to write nor receive letters on pretence of not agitating his mind and to avoid the consequences of despair knives were denied him as verezzi recovered and his mind obtained that firm tone which it was wont to possess he perceived that it was but a device of his enemies that detained him at the cottage and his whole thoughts were now bent upon the means for effecting his escape it was late one evening when tempted by the peculiar beauty of the weather verezzi wandered beyond the usual limits attended by ugo and bernardo who narrowly watched his every movement immersed in thought he wandered onwards till he came to a woody eminence whose beauty tempted him to rest a little in a seat carved in the side of an ancient oak forgetful of his unhappy and dependent situation he sat there some time until ugo told him that it was time to return in their absence zastrozzi had arrived at the cottage he had impatiently inquired for verezzi it is the baron's custom to walk every evening said bianca i soon expect him to return verezzi at last arrived 
not knowing Zastrozzi as he entered he started back overcome by the likeness he bore to one of the men he had seen in the cavern he was now convinced that all the sufferings which he had undergone in that horrible abode of misery were not imaginary and that he was at this instant in the power of his bitterest enemy zastrozzi's eyes were fixed on him with an expression too manifest to be misunderstood and with an air in which he struggled to disguise the natural malevolence of his heart he said that he hoped verezzi's health had not suffered from the evening air enraged beyond measure at this hypocrisy from a man whom he now no longer doubted to be the cause of all his misfortunes he could not forbear inquiring for what purpose he had conveyed him hither and told him instantly to release him zastrozzi's cheeks turned pale with passion his lips quivered his eyes darted revengeful glances as thus he spoke retire to your chamber young fool which is the fittest place for you to reflect on and repent of the insolence shown to one so much your superior i fear nothing interrupted verezzi from your vain threats and empty denunciations of vengeance justice heaven is on my side and i must eventually triumph what can be a greater proof of the superiority of virtue than that the terrible the dauntless astrozzi trembled for he did tremble and conquered by the emotions of the moment paced the circumscribed apartment with unequal steps for an instant he shrunk within himself he thought of his past life and his awakened conscience reflected images of horror but again revenge drowned the voice of virtue again passion obscured the light of reason and his steeled soul persisted in its scheme whilst he still thought ugo entered zastrozzi smothering his stinging conscience told ugo to follow him to the heath ugo obeyed end of chapter 2 Recording by Martin Giessen in Hazelmere, Surrey.